Hello and a very pleasant welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO Radio, the messenger of good news. Very happy to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. And the program is very thankfully underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org. Well, coming up in this 15-minute short time that I have with you here on Moments of Assurance Weekend... I'm going to have some thoughts about the God-breathed words of the Apostle Paul and hopefully and prayerfully an answer to the question, how do you put on a compassionate heart? Is it a garment? Is it a what, what in the world? How can you get it into your heart? Compassion, that is. St. Paul writes, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts. Kindness, humility meekness and patience, bearing with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Well, that only stands to reason. I mean, if a person has a heart filled with compassion, they're also going to have a forgiving heart as well. So what about the virtues that Paul mentions to you and to me? Are they reflective of who you are? Are you indeed in the habit of manifesting them to others? The dictionary defines compassion in this manner, as having a sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings and misfortunes of others. In Psalm 103 come these words, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, that we are but dust. Yes, he knows that this body that you have will return to dust, but your soul will go to heaven. The one goes down, the other goes up. Yeah, soul goes to heaven immediately when you die. Your frame here on this earth is weak and meek. So the Lord has compassion. He has empathy, sympathy for you in all you say and do. Take the prodigal son, for example. Jesus said, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. God says through the prophet Isaiah, can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb, even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. How's that for a compassionate God? You are constantly before him. Everything about you is before him. So when you go to pray, he already knows your situation. That's compassion. Not only does he know your situation, the answer that you have prayed about is already on its way in some way, perhaps even today. Indeed, you have an on-its-way God in and through Jesus Christ. When you look at the compassion of Christ himself, so vividly demonstrated through his suffering and death on the cross, you're going to be affected by that love. You're going to be impacted by that forgiveness for sure. You cannot look 
at what Christ has done. Realize that he did it for you and not be impacted by it. You know what that'd be like? It'd be just like committing a crime, being sentenced for it, and then having somebody come along and say, I'll take the punishment and sentence for you. And you flippantly respond, okay, sure, that's fine. You're free on the one hand, and on the other, you forget about the one from whom you got that freedom. Well, as you peruse the Holy Scriptures, which constantly talk about Christ, constantly talk about what he's done, it will not be possible for you to forget about about it or to be flippant about it. No, you're filled with a huge love for your Savior. And that love spills on over to other people that you meet and greet. So as you study the Word of God, you get filled with the Spirit. You are supplied with a generous amount of the Lord's compassion. It is put on you by faith. And faith is put on you as a gift from God. Everything is His doing. That is why you desire to be compassionate to others, because Christ was first that way to you in such a huge dimension. Indeed, the dimension of Calvary, it just doesn't get any huger than that. So once you have a compassionate heart, the other virtues that the Apostle Paul talks about follow suit, like the virtue of kindness, which if you Google the word, you're going to find this definition. Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. The Apostle Paul has written to the Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. It happens, as you happen to know, the kindness of God through Christ to you as you make your way through this uncertain world. Indeed, as you do, when the times get really rough and tough, you have a kind God, a kind God to go to. In 1 Corinthians, the apostle Paul has written, love is patient, love is kind. Jesus once said, but love your enemies, do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful. Jesus said, be merciful even as your Father is merciful. I'll be back with more of Moments of Assurance Weekend. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back. You're tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide. KFUO, the messenger of good news, talking about having a heart of compassion from Colossians chapter 3, 15 and following. How do you have a heart of compassion? How is it put on you? And there are corresponding virtues that follow that you exercise to other people from the vantage point of that compassionate heart, like the virtue of humility, which Webster defines as a modest or low view of one's own importance. 
Now, that doesn't mean to put yourself down. It just means that you treat others as being more important than yourself. The Scriptures exhort you and me to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. One author has written, I used to think that God's gifts were on shelves, one above the other. The taller we grew in Christian character, the easier we could reach them. But I now find that God's gifts are on shelves, one beneath the other, and it is not a question of growing taller, but of stooping lower, and that we have to go down to get His best gifts. Of course, the greatest example of humility is found in Christ. St. Paul wrote to the Philippians, Have this mind among yourselves, which also was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men, being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient unto death, even death on a cross. That's humility. Jesus, the Son of God, God himself, suffering and dying in your place, becoming you on the cross, agonizing over all the sins of the entire world at one time, that's humility. Wow. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend talking today about having a heart of compassion for others with some corresponding virtues. I just mentioned humility. How about the virtue of meekness, which is defined as strength under control? It's humility with a power booster that keeps the Christian person in a state of holding back anger and malice and giving the other person the benefit of the doubt when that is called for. And how about the virtue of patience? Patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering, also without getting angry or upset. I have trouble sometimes in this area. I want something solved, and I want it solved now. <laughs> Lord, give me patience, but give it to me now. Patience also is a fruit of the Spirit. The more of the Holy Spirit's influence through His precious Word and sacraments, the more patience that you're going to be able to manifest to others. St. Paul continues in Colossians 3, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. You know, bearing, you know what that means? It means holding out. When you're extremely upset about something another person has done. Holding out and forgiving that person in the same way that the Lord has forgiven you. When you don't want to forgive, think of how the Lord daily and richly forgives you all of your sins. You pray in the Lord's Prayer every day, and so do I. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Things will run much more smoothly in your life when you keep on fostering an attitude of forgiveness. Paul continues, And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And you know what? That's really true. Where God's love in Jesus Christ rules, when it is in charge, when it is on top of all the other activities of your life, then people get along with each other a lot better because their personal agenda is not the most important thing. The love of Christ and accepting others, that's the most important thing. In 1 Corinthians 13, these words are recorded. So now faith, hope, and love abide. But the greatest of these is love. God's love in Jesus Christ comes to you 
when you get into contact with the message that saves in Holy Scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Think about that message. Believe it. It's true and definitely for you. And know that you will not be an occupant of hell. You will instead be an occupant of heaven forever. So why not ask God to make that realization come even more alive for you in your life? So alive that you want to love him back. So alive that you want to love others back with the same heart of compassion the Lord first had and has for you today. And yes, for eternity. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide, KFUO, the messenger of good news. Let the Lord give you his heart of compassion as you go to his precious and holy word to get it. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance heard Monday through Friday over the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time, right here on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.